going on, guys? It's Danny Morell. We are live with another edition of the Danny Morell Show. Listen, um, something interesting happened on Instagram just this week. Actually, just a couple of days ago. We had a post, guys, that caused, uh, for me anyways, it was the most watched post. I'm actually going to go to it right now. Uh, many of you have seen it. By the way, if you're not on Instagram, follow me. Go to Instagram right now. Do tons of free training there on my stories, a, a weekly morning message. But uh, the name of the post was Perspective is Everything, you know. And I think we got, hang on one second. Yeah, it's up to 4,300 views or something like that, which I know may not be the biggest numbers in the world. But for me, it was the biggest viewed video, most viewed video that we've had so far. And I thought I'd, I'd talk about that. Right. I thought I'd talk about that to start off the show. And then we've got three questions that we're going to go over that should give you a lot of clarity into some of the things that you need help with. On top of that, if you've got a question right now and you're watching live on Facebook or on YouTube, just go ahead and type it over and the team will get it ready for me and I'll help you out as well. But in that video that so many of you watch, we talked about perspective. And um, I think that a lot of us get stuck in an area where essentially what happens is we get stuck because we attach so many negative meanings to things, right? Um, you wake up late, you kick yourself in the ass. Um, uh, you don't follow your diet, you get mad at yourself and you get ticked off about that. Um, you don't show up to the office on time, there's another little check mark, a little negative check mark, right? Uh, it's time to pick up the phones and you don't pick up the phones. There's there's a, another. In other words, what the subconscious mind is constantly trying to do, essentially, is look for ways to like beat you up. And I think that when you really consider the fact that as an entrepreneur, if you want to grow and grow big in this business, there are two types of qualities that we could have, right? You could be really, really smart, really smart. Typically, the smarter folks are the organizational type of folks, right? The people who are uh, developing the plan, the people who are putting together the systems and the structures to make sure that the company is running correctly, right? The thing is, to be perfectly honest with you guys, I, I, I've always told everybody, I've never been the smartest guy in the room. I've never wanted to be the smartest guy in the room. But damn, I get shit done. And I get it done a lot. I get it done Fast speed is everything 100% of the time. Many of you know this because when you shoot me a message, you think it's my staff. I'm responding literally immediately. Why? I don't know how to do anything slow. Slow kills businesses. Slow kills momentum. Slow never gives you an opportunity to win. And the reason why is because time is going day by day by day, guys. And I think that the reason why we're not taking advantage of the time of the giftings that we've had, of the energy, the God-given ability to wake up every day with a smile on our face is because our perspective is all wrong. I'm going to let you know something right now. Business is never going to be easy. Life is never going to be easy. The problems you have are never going to go away. They just shift. I remember having problems paying my $2,000 a month overhead. That was a major problem for me. I remember stressing out. I remember thinking to myself, oh my God, what are we going to do? Now the overhead is $200,000 a month to run the company and do everything that we do. And at some point in time, you got to figure out and you got to learn, guys, that perspective is everything. You're never going to be able to grow a company. You're never going to be able to grow your business. You'll never be able to get to a business that is 
requires, if it requires $200,000 a month, imagine how much revenue is coming in, but none of that will happen if you're stressing out over your current problems. You got to learn to detach yourself from those problems, people, because the reality is I'm here to let you know they are never, ever going to go away. It's called life. People are going to let you down. Situations are going to happen. You're going to let yourself down. Some days you're going to feel like it. Some days you're not going to feel like it. This is called normal. This is called being a human being 101. The only difference between the people that win big, please listen to me, and the people who stay stuck and are constantly frustrated and depressed and not growing and feeling like something's wrong is the attachment and the stories that we create as human beings in our head about what happens. Case in point, you saw this in the book, by the way. For those of you guys that have that book, I talk about the day that I lost eight deals. Eight deals. I lost eight commission checks. It was $80,000 that I lost literally in one day. Some of you would have a heart attack if you lost $80,000 in one freaking day. And I'll never forget, I literally had to stop. I'm going to teach you something here because this is how you got to do it. I literally started to panic. I started to get upset. I started to get emotional. And I remember just talking to myself. And you literally have to step out of your head, people. You got to learn to do this. The best of the best know how to do this. You got to learn to step out of your head and realize it's never about what happens. It's always about how you handle what happens. That's the only thing that matters. It's the only thing that ever will matter. So in that case, I had two options. Option number one, get depressed, get pissed off, get upset. And unfortunately, let the fact that I lost eight transactions in one day, eight commission checks in one day, let it ruin the rest of my week. But for some of us, it ain't week. It's month. It's two months. It's three months. Or option number two, I could talk to myself. And I'll never forget, I remember telling myself this. I said, Danny, you're going to do such big things in life. But if you're attached to money in this way, no matter how much it is, you're always going to hold yourself back. So dude, get it together. If you found eight deals before, you can go find them again. Check your emotions. Get unattached from the situation and go back out there and control the controllables. Go back out there and control what you can control. You can control the meanings that you give to things. You can control your emotional state. You can control how hard you're out there working. All of that you can control. I couldn't control the fact that eight deals fell out on me. Now that's a big example. And for some of you that went, because $80,000 being lost in one day, you can't even fathom that. Some of us are not even earning $80,000 in a year. Okay, I understand that. Fine. But what happens when you show up and you go do an open house or you go do some sort of a sales activity and quote unquote, nothing happens? What happens when you're on the phone for three hours and quote unquote, nothing happens? Listen, people, sales is tough. You've got to understand that there are potholes all along the route. I mean, I want you to think about this. Not only do we are we in a profession in, as, a, as an entrepreneur or as a salesperson where there are potential downfalls in the initial contact with the prospect, but just because we made good contact doesn't mean that that contact is going to convert into a sale. And I'm going to tell you something else. Just because that contact converts into a sale 
doesn't mean that the sale is going to go the right way. Just because a sale is open doesn't mean it's going to close. And you see, when you really start to look at life and you really start to look at the fact that the best of the best people simply don't care what happens. It's just part of the journey. I remember exactly a year ago at Relentless. Lauren, you remember this. It was uh, I had Gary Vaynerchuk. He was with me. He was our guest last year. Many of you guys know this year. Um, we invested half a million dollars just in putting the event together. A-Rod's coming, Andy Frisella, Ed Milet, Sarah Centrella, Gerard Adams. It's, it's a, I think it's the best event in the country, literally, and we're having it right here in Southern California. Well, last year, Gary Vaynerchuk was speaking, and I remember when he was in the room. He was in the room. He had just came down from the hotel, right, and he had his backpack. Do you remember this? Were you next to me when this happened? He had his backpack, and he put the backpack down. And in the backpack was like a laptop and, you know, his stuff, basically. And my team was kind of like, well, look, let's not leave the backpack there because somebody could take it. That's, do you remember that? That was, that's a natural, natural uh, um, uh, concern, natural concern, like good for them for thinking about that. And I remember the way he answered. It's exactly the way I would have answered. He answered like this. Please pay attention. This will change your life forever. That's Okay. If someone takes it, it was probably my fault, and I'll just get another one. People, are you, you see, that's emotional stability, strength, and being completely unattached from what happens. That's a strong human being. That's a strong mindset. Let's be honest, for some of us, if the damn backpack would have been lost, oh my God, what am I going to do? Now I have to go buy another computer and how much is that going to cost me? And oh my God, my wife's going to get mad at me and blah, blah, blah. You live in a constant state of bullshit in your head. And that's why we can't get further along in life. Because we're so attached to everything that happens. Think about this for a second. You want to grow? You want to become a millionaire? I'll show you how to do it. It's honestly simple to do. It's not easy to do. Becoming a millionaire is simple to do. Just think about this for a second then. If you can't handle the problems and situations that are occurring in your life and business right now, how the heck are you going to be? How are you going to handle running 400 people? How are you going to handle putting an event together? How are you going to handle growing multiple locations? How are you going to handle forking up the money for advertisements every single day? on Facebook or whatever you do? How are you going to handle teaching people? How are you going to handle being let down by people? How are you going to handle it? If you're so attached right now when a client or prospect says no to you, how are you going to handle it? Here's the answer. You ain't going to handle it. You ain't going to handle it. And until you decide, people, until you decide to start speaking to yourself, right? Obviously, our events, our books, everything that we do, our messages, this podcast is designed to help you in that journey. But listen to me, until you decide, guys, until you decide to make take matters into your own hands, until you decide to say, wait a minute, hold on a second. Hold on, Danny. Let me think here. It's either I get bent out of shape about this or I control the controllables and I just keep doing the things that I can control. That's when your life will change forever. And until that moment, we stay stuck as people. I want you to really think about that, guys. Perspective is everything. You don't need to be the smartest person in the room. 
You don't need to be the best looking person in the room. You don't need to be the skinniest person. You don't need to be the oldest person. You don't need to be the youngest person. You don't need to have experience. You don't need to know what you're doing. You don't need anything. You know what the one thing you need is? Mental toughness and emotional strength. That's it. That's it. People ask me all the time, Danny, how the hell did you close 28 deals your first year in business? How the heck did you go from zero to to closing that many transactions? You won't know what the answer was? I just didn't care. I didn't care about anything. I didn't care what went wrong. I didn't care what went right. I didn't care the fact that I didn't have money for gas. I didn't care that for the first three months I didn't have money for food. I didn't care the fact that my Jeep at the time, the top blew off. So my head would get fried, which is probably why I'm losing my hair right now. I didn't care about any of that stuff. I cared about one thing. I had to get out of the hood and I had to buy my mom a house. See, that's, that's strength, people. And that, my friends, that, this is why I tell you guys, you need three years of knocking doors or getting on the phones or putting in the work, right? Everybody wants to be an investor. Everybody wants to run a team. Everybody wants to run a big office. Give me three freaking years of day in and day out, seven days a week, hard, nose to the ground work. I'll show you how to become a millionaire. But you got to put in the time. And the only way you put in the time is if you're unattached with what that means. It means you're going to get your teeth kicked in. It means you're going to be rejected. It means people are going to say no. But guess what? You got to be able to go through all of that. And the only way you will is if you have a vision for the future. So those are my thoughts, guys. Don't ever forget. Perspective is everything. Perspective is everything, okay? We've got a couple of questions, and it's a little different this week because typically what we do, for those of you that have questions and you want to be featured, we want to help you. Uh, right now, guys, I'm getting so bombarded on Instagram, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm going to be switching some of my questions answering to Twitter, and I'm actually going to answer throughout the day and help you guys out. And I'll just post a little 15-second video and answer it right there on Twitter. So if you're not following me on Twitter, go right now to twitter.com backslash Danny Morell, and I'll be helping you out uh, during the week. If it's a real time-taking question, I'll ask you to go to dannymorell.com backslash ask, and uh, and we'll get you to ask it there, and then we'll call you live on the show. This week, we have three anonymous questions. Lauren, I think I'm being too tough on people. Why? Because they want to be anonymous. They want to be anonymous. I think I'm like, I think nobody, I think I'm beating people up. But that's okay. That's okay. All right. So here we go. Here's questions. Number one from Anonymous from California. Nick, how are we doing? We're live? We're good? There's humans. Make sure you let them know. I'm going to help them out as well. All right. Here we go, guys. Uh, Anonymous from California. I am on a mega agent team. There's a lot of those right now. This is a real estate agent. Uh, The demands are so high, but the splits are uh, are low. And I've been an agent for a couple of years now, and I'm licensed in four states. My family is suffering because I'm always gone. What would you do? Is that the way the question came? Because I don't understand what the question is. Or did we type this out the wrong way? No, that's pretty much what That's the way it's said? Okay. I don't understand. That's another thing. I will happily help you out. But you can't be messaging me, hey. What the fuck is hey? I don't have time for hey. Get to the point. You also can't be messaging me a, 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 a book. No, that does not make sense. What is it? Like she, she's on a team. The split is Well, it's low. a she or a he. Shh. 
It's anonymous. Okay, the split. Okay, problem number one, you're licensed in four states. That's problem number one. You have no business being licensed in four states. This is a fundamental issue that we have in business, people. I teach my agents and my team this all the time. Okay, there is opportunity cost in everything that you do. So, for example, one of the things that made me very strong as a salesperson is I only focused all of my energy and all of my sales into the low-hanging fruit areas at the beginning. So that's as a real estate salesperson, I wanted to find the easiest and quickest route to make a sale. And for me, that meant three cities. Now watch, people would call me from other cities that were an hour away. The way I thought to myself is this, that's an hour that I'm gonna have to drive somewhere else where I could be investing that hour there, the hour drive, the hour drive back, that's three hours. I'd rather put those three hours and build momentum in the cities that I'm working in. Problem number one, you're spread way too thin. You've got no business being licensed in four different states. Get rid of three of the licenses immediately. Yeah, but look, I'm telling you, this, this is the way it is and this is what I want you to do. Problem number two, Within the state, I want you to pick a region or an area that's closest to your home. Some of you guys be driving 45 minutes just to get to your office. This makes no sense to me whatsoever. If your home could potentially be within 5 or 10 minutes of your office, then I need you to do that. Unless, unless it's a place like here where the, the value and the training is, is, is so important. We literally have people driving from an hour away. There's got to be immense value. Okay, so then what I want you to do is I want you to get rid of the three licenses. I want you to go down to one state and I want you to condense your energies and focus slowly into one particular area. No more than a 30 minute drive away each way. Okay, that'll keep you off the road more and it'll keep you closer to your family, which will allow you to focus your energy in that area, sell more and at the same time, spend more time with my family. Now, the other question that you're asking is you're on a mega team. Listen, I'll be honest with you. I don't care what the split is. I really don't. You should be on a team or on a mega team if you have a difficult time generating your own business. If they generate the business for you, right, then stay. Stay. If you want a higher split, sell more houses. Show them that you deserve it. You know, that's always the best route to go. If you're on a mega team and you're providing your own leads, then that's a different story. I don't think there's enough value for you. And I think you got to go. Okay. So hopefully I answered that question. How was that? Good? Yes? Yeah. Nick, find out if, if, if they're good with that answer. And then, uh, by the way, where am I looking? Am I looking at this one or that one? Or where do you want me to look at? It's up to you. I okay. follow you. Okay. I, I'm comfortable with this one right here. Okay. All right. Question number two. Anonymous from Texas. Anonymous from Texas. My problem is finding consistent lead generation. Any idea where I should start? Look, I'm going to tell you guys this right now. Lead generation is never the problem. Consistent lead generation is never the problem. Your mindset is the problem. You have a small vision. You got a small vision. I'll give you an example. Um, I used to weigh 190 pounds. As of this morning, I weigh 175 pounds. That's like a lot of weight that I used to carry around. And one of the reasons why I carried that weight around is because of a story that I had in regards to spending time cooking and, and preparing my food and whatever the case may be. 
The story was I don't have time. The story was I don't want to go to the gym. The story was I don't have energy. There was always an excuse. There was always a story. Well, excuses and negative stories get created when the vision isn't clear. See, right now, I'm extremely clear on my vision. Every single day, I wake up and I cook everything that I eat. I stay away from restaurants because even if it's healthy food, there's things that are added to it that, that kind of throws the, the your, your body off, right? When the vision is clear, the sacrifice is easy. See, that's why I'm a big believer, and that's the fact with lead generation as well. I didn't have a hard time generating leads my first year in the business. Why? I was clear. It was on me. I had to move my family out of the hood. No one else was going to do it. It was 100% on me. My mom wasn't going to do it, and dad wasn't around. And so when your vision is that clear, guess what you'll do? You'll do whatever it takes. Okay, Danny, but wait, but where do we find the leads? Walk out your damn door. Walk out your damn door and start talking to people. Okay, well, what do I say? What do you think you should say? There's another one. The answer is always within. Learn to trust yourself, guys. So if I was you and I'm having a hard time consistently generating leads, I'm talking real estate talk here, I would be prospecting three hours a day, either knocking on doors with a smile on my face. That's another thing. You got to smile. Some of you guys are so damn nervous, right? You got to smile. Your energy, right, is what sells. Smile on my face, love in my heart. Smile on my face, love in my heart. I know I got a weird ass smile right now too because I'm talking and smiling. So smile on my face, love in my heart. And people feel that energy. People feel that you're genuinely, you're unattached. The, the smile alone helps them to see what kind of person you are. It helps them to see that you are an optimist. When you got love in your heart, what they feel is that you genuinely care about them. And even if you don't know them, you genuinely want to help them. That attracts people like a magnet. You want to detract people? Go out there and be all nervous and pissed off and anxious and worrying about your bills and worrying about where you're going to next get your next sale. You're literally shooting yourself in the foot. Like, don't even go. Don't even go. So I would be prospecting two to three hours a day. That's exactly what I did. And if you're in real estate sales, which I'm assuming you are, I would be hosting two open houses a week. Damn, Danny. That's like seven days a week. Or you can be broke and pissed off and depressed and upset and complaining and wondering what's wrong and wondering why it's not happening. Choice is yours, my man. Okay? Little little hard truth, but a lot of love in it because I, I want to help you. All right? And then number three, anonymous from Southern California. What the hell? Why, why, why are people so anonymous? I think it's my fault. I think I'm being too too tough, huh? Maybe. It's more that they can't handle it. They can't. Okay. All right. We're, we gotta work. We gotta work on that. We gotta work on that. So anonymous from Southern California. Here we go. I work at a bank. Prefer not to say the name. So we're anonymous about your name, and then we're anonymous about the freaking bank. It's okay? local, and the people from the bank watch the show. Oh, the people from the bank watch the show. Shout out to the people from the bank. Thank you for watching the show. All right. I recently got in my real estate license and. Uh, joined uh, a real estate company. Uh, fantastic. I hold open houses and get leads, but nothing comes from it. You see, again, how many do you host? How many signs? In what area? What's the turnover of the area? Right? Are you hosting an open house where there's nothing but old people? They ain't moving. They're staying there. Are you hosting an open house where there's younger people, where there's a lot of sales, low-hanging fruit, guys, when you're just getting started? Okay, Are you putting 30 signs out? 
No, I got 10. Well, that's why. Are you door knocking and calling the neighborhood, letting the neighbors know about the open house? No, I just kind of show up and cross my fingers. Well, then that's why. That's why. Okay, I think that the job is holding me back from going all in in real estate. What's the question? Is the job holding him back? No, I think the opposite. I think that the job is, is providing for you a steady income. Here, see, here, here's, here's what I would do. Like in our company, guys, we don't, and this is the final question, so I'll be ready for a couple more that are out there. In our company, we don't hire part-time people. Ooh, that's so mean. We just have standards. We just have standards. The only time I'll hire a part-time person or I'll let one of our leaders hire a part-time person if there is a deep desire to go full-time. Okay? So I respect the fact that you have a job and I respect the fact that that is buying you time and hopefully you're being smart with your money and putting your money away to put away three to four months reserves. I respect that. However, I got to let you know, and here's my advice. Every waking minute outside of that job, you need to be focused on selling some houses. Every waking minute. Well, yeah, but like, you mean like Sunday too? Yeah, I mean Sunday too. I mean whatever it takes until you can have enough deals and enough income coming in that will help you to feel comfortable enough to say, you know what, I'm okay with, uh, with, with, with letting go of this. That's when you do it. Oh my God, but that will take forever. Not if you want it bad enough. It could happen in 90 days. 90 days. See, I make these funny voices because this is what we do in our head. We do this in our head. We find all the reasons why things won't work instead of saying, okay, in 90 days, I'm out of here. That's going to be rough, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do A, B, C, D. This is going to be my plan. As a matter of fact, I want this so bad and I want to get out of here in 90 days so bad. I'm going to change my approach. When people walk into the open house, I'm not going to let them control the process. I'm going to control the process. I'm going to meet them. I'm going to say, here's what I'm going to say. Here's how I'm going to say it. Here's the hook I'm going to use to get them to give me their information. Once they give me their information, I'm going to call them back at night. I'm going to... See, now we're talking. Now you make some things happen. Now you make some sales. And look where it started, people. When the vision is clear, the sacrifice is easy. Talking to people, getting out of your comfort zone, that's a sacrifice. But what was the vision? I'm going to get out of here in 90 days. And if that means something to you, then you'll put in the work. I don't think it's the job, my man. I think it's, I think it's up here. My man or my woman, whoever you are. Okay? I hope that helped. hope that helped. And if you want to get unanonymous, any of you guys, shoot me a message on Instagram so I know who you are. We'll connect. I'm here to help you on the journey. All right, guys? All right. What do we got? Uh, live questions. I'll take two. Give me two of the best ones. Okay. Uh, from Colton Fisher. He says, Wait, from yeah. Colton? Uh-huh. Like Colton, California? No, like Colton Oh, Colton Fisher. Fisher. Okay. Cool. What's up, Colton? And he asked us. Dialogue for setting an appointment with a buyer at an open house, and do you make buyers have an in-office appointment with you and sign exclusive before you take them out? Uh, what is the dialogue? I mean, we have scripts for all of this. Uh, to be quite honest with you, we typically reserve those for our coaching clients, but we are going to be giving away uh, some scripts at the event, at Relentless. Um, dialogue for setting an open house, what do you say? Uh, yeah, dialogue for setting an open house. And okay, ready? 
Hey, how you doing? Yeah, this is Danny. Welcome to the open house. Before you go any further, the seller has asked me to get all of your information. So please fill this out. That's the first thing I do. I grab their information. I'm taking control. I'm the one in the lead. You got to realize this, people. You're giving up the lead. You're giving up control. People are walking in and out of your open houses all day long. Leads, money, they're going by. Why? Because you're letting them control the process. Always remember, humans are dying to be led. So when they walk in, what do you do? You start leading from the very beginning. You tell them how this works, right? You grab them. You show them around. And then what I would do is I would use our buyer prequel, uh, uh, buyer prequel, very basic questions. How long have you been looking for a house? I'll give you a little tip. That's a setup question. A setup question is a question that sets up the direction of the conversation. So for me personally, I would ask everybody, how long have you been looking for a house? Again, with a nice smile, great energy, right? And they're going to tell me an answer. And if they tell me one month, I'm going to go like this. Oh, one month. I'm glad you came by. So a lot of pitfalls in this process that we could help save you some time on. Tell me. And I ask them the second question, right? If they say three months, I'm going to go, three months? I got to ask, what's going on? What's taking so long? Why, why is the process taking so long? So immediately you make them feel like if something is weird, right? Because I want to get you in the house in a week. And so I ask a setup question, right? And then from there, I get them pre-qualified. And then one of the best techniques that I could give you uh, is called an if drop, an if drop. And we teach this in our course, in, in, in our course called Breakthrough. Uh, an if drop goes like this. If I could give you this, would you be willing to give me this? So in this case, I would say, if I could show you an inclusive list of homes that aren't on the market just yet and potentially increase your opportunities to get your offer accepted, would that be worth 10 to 15 minutes of your time to meet with me to discuss how we can do this? Everybody's going to say, yeah, because it's very little that they have to give you back. Right. And in return, you're going to give them exactly what it is that you're looking for. Okay. So hopefully that helped. And if not come to relentless, I'm going to show you guys literally what to say, how to say it. I'm telling you right now, people listen to me very carefully. Your sales and money is literally walking right in front of your face and going out the door just because you don't know how to sell, how to communicate. That's what day two is going to be all about. Not only where to find the sales, but what to do when they're in front of you. You have no idea how many people come into this company selling 10 houses a year. And then literally in 12 months, we have them selling 30 houses a year. Because all along, the business was there. They just weren't good enough at communicating. Communicating properly is key. Okay. Yes, go for it. Uh, Laura Miranda asks, Hi, Danny. My average sale price is 200 k for my sphere of influence, and I love working with this type of client. How do you recommend going up in price points now or attracting those in a higher price point? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, so here's what I did, guys, and I'll do one more and then we're done. Um, I personally, me personally, um, and I may be wrong, but I know I'm not. I know I'm right because my results say that I'm right. I, I, I don't get caught up in all this like million dollar listing garbage. Okay. For me, I'm high volume, high pace, high energy. And so what that meant for me is that when I was selling, I wanted a lot of sales immediately. Selling one home every six months and making a big check off of one, that's just not attractive to me. That's like a waste of time to me. Okay. So what I did is I went out and I built a sales foundation in bread and butter areas, smaller areas. And I didn't move out of that area 
until I had mastered it. Listen to me very carefully. I stayed there for 10 years. 10 years selling the smaller homes, but I was selling a lot of them. Closing 50, 70, 90, 100, 120, 140, 150 deals a year, making $1.5 million a year at 27 years old. Why? Because while everybody else was chasing the million-dollar listing, I just stayed in my lane and I stayed in my game. Realtors, I'm telling you right now, your egos right now are through the fucking roof. It is incredible how many of you are starting teams, how many of you are starting uh, offices. You have no idea what it takes to do this. It's incredible how many of you, it's absolutely incredible. And you know why it's happening? It's only happening because of the state of the market. We're not growing as people. We're not growing our standards. We're not growing our expectations. The only thing that's growing is sales prices. And as a result of sales prices are growing, right? What's starting to happen is your income is starting to grow, not because you're better, not because you're more skilled, not because of anything, but the prices are changing. And instead of capitalizing on that and going from 20 deals to 30 to 40 to 50 to 60 to 70, here's what the industry is doing right now. You're going to somebody... And you're saying, you know what, I'm doing 20 deals a year, but if I can make another $5 per deal, then guess what? Then I make five more dollars per deal and you get a higher split or whatever you guys are doing, which I don't understand. And you're going from 20 deals to like 15. And you don't understand how much that's hurting you. See, I was always a believer, sell as many homes as possible because that's going to build my database. And eventually in the future, that database will be worth more than any split or any transaction. But then again, not everybody is meant to be rich and a millionaire. Some people literally just think of right now. And um, I think that's the disease of humanity, to be quite honest with you. You've got to learn to think about the future. You've got to understand that there is a difference between an income builder and an empire builder. And so finally, what I did after 10 years, after mastering it, then I went and I shifted my focus to the high end. And I started selling homes in the high end. And to be quite honest with you, I didn't even go like too far out of my area. I just stayed in my area and I just shifted my focus, my prospecting, my marketing. I went out at the time. I was always making a lot of money so I could afford the best. If you look in the studio right now, we get the best of everything. I've always done it this way. So I was sending out the most high quality marketing pieces that had ever been seen in my area. And I started doing good in that area as well but not until you build your foundation in the first area, okay? Last question. Uh, Gabriel Nevadas asks, question, hi Danny. As a new owner broker with eight agents, I'm trying to figure out if it is more important to invest my time in branding my company to grow or investing into my agents to help them grow their business. Nope, neither. That's a big question. Listen to the answer, Gabriel. I'm going to help you tremendously right now. You may not like the answer, but I'm telling you right now. So Gabriel asks, as a new broker, I'm trying to decide, should I invest my time in branding or should I invest my time in helping my agents grow or whatever the case may be? Okay, real estate brokers, please listen to me very carefully. You're better off selling houses. You will not make money, especially not right now with these splits and how crazy they are. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, okay? Big company, billion dollars in sales. You do not make money until you get into the 70 agent mark. It, there's, there's no money. There's no money in the business. 
you make more money selling houses with less headache, less liability, less insurance. You have no idea here in the state of California the amount of insurances that we have to pay. There's a freaking insurance for in case you stub your toe. There's an insurance for workers' comp. There's an insurance for freaking everything. I think we spend hundred grand a year just in insurance. It's ridiculous. Lauren, right? At least. At least a hundred grand a year just in insurance. And so the first thing that I would do, and I'm telling you from experience, I started the company here in Southern California. No one knew who we were. No one knew what Intero was. No one cared about our branding. No one, none of that. You got to do what I teach the agents to do. You need to get your agent count to 40 or 50 as soon as humanly possible. Why? Because out of every 10 you get, one will do something. Out of every 10 you get, one to two will do something. And unless you want to be like Keller Williams, who just carries a bunch of dead bodies, if you want to make money and if you want to be profitable, I would be focusing on two things right now. Number one, constant recruiting. We recruit one agent a day at our company. That's our standard. It's our standard. If we're not doing that, something is wrong. So the leaders feel a lot of pressure, right? But also, we're a sales environment. That's just what we do, and we believe in what we do. We believe in the country there is no better place to work than this. Number two, I think you got to get clear with your value proposition and what you're going to offer to your agents. And then number three, then you help uh, create a training system so that you know they know what the system is, what they're getting, what's the value proposition. And I would say I would focus on that. I would say branding, all of that other stuff will come, but you need the resources and the finances in order to be able to make that happen. And the only way that happens is to grow your business. You've got to get to 50 agents as soon as possible. And then when you do that, I literally want you to come up for air and go back down and go for 75. So, um, if you do that, you're going to win. Problem is, most don't like to do that. So I just want you to think about that. Okay? Sound good? I mean, we've got a lot of good ones. More questions? Okay, I'm running out of voice, and I have a lot of one-on-ones. Um, so why don't we do this? Um, all of you go to dannymorell.com backslash ask, right? Get your questions in. I'll help you out live on the show. Uh, and I'm cool if you do the anonymous thing, but it's much better when we have a conversation. So go to dannymorell.com backslash ask if you're live right now. I'd love to help you out. And then if not, go to Twitter. Go to Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. And, uh, and I'll do some replies there as well, okay? Until next week, guys, listen. Biggest advice I can give you. If you haven't gone to relentlessevent.com and gotten your ticket, look, I know we're all wired differently, but as a human being who is alive and breathing and has blood coursing through your veins right now that wants to make more money, there is no place on earth or nothing that should be stopping you from being at Relentless July 11th, 12th, and 13th because what you're going to get there the way you're going to grow there will outweigh anything that is calling your attention away from being there. I give you my absolute word, July 11th, 12th, and 13th, RelentlessEvent.com. Get it done now. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.